So we've got another episode of the BTC podcast today. Today I am joined by Martin. Martin, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good, Ryan. How are you? Yeah, I am all right, thank you. And for the eagle-eyed watching, listening to this on YouTube, we've also started uploading, testing uploading some of our podcasts to YouTube so you can watch it there. But today's episode is an extenuation, big word for me, that, on one of the videos that I did about why betting restrictions might be a good thing. So if you haven't listened to that video, go and check that out right now. I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes. But I am not actually worried about betting restrictions. So what are your thoughts on that, Martin? I mean, I think the the first thing that sort of comes to my mind is that I kind of get a bit agitated by, I I see that there's a lot of fear mongering out there and it actually annoys me that it's other pro traders as well who do it. Uh, I won't mention any names, but I think, uh, you know, some names will come to mind to people anyway. It's just like, you know, I spoke to a guy yesterday about this and I said, in any line of work, right, any job you've got, anything could happen tomorrow, right? Anything. It doesn't matter what your job is, right? You could be, let's put it this way, right? What's one of the safest jobs in the world? Probably being a professional footballer, right? You've got a contract, et cetera. Well, look what's happened to some of the footballers recently who've been arrested. And, you know, it can all, no matter what you're doing, it can get taken away at some point. Look at Derby as well. Exactly. So I just think when you're, when you've got people out there kind of fear mongering and trying to sort of worry people, when actually, firstly, we haven't got a clue what's going to happen. Secondly, um, you know, gambling what people have to remember is that the gambling industry provides a lot of money to this country in terms of um, taxes and things like that it's a big part of the economy and it's not really something the government wants to get rid of there's never really been any any inkling that that's something the government wants so so i just say with things like that my first thinking is my first line of thought is just you know tackle something like that if it happens and when it comes but don't start really worrying about something that hasn't even happened yet. Because you go down that road, well, you might as well worry about stepping out of your front door every morning <laughs> because anything anything can happen. Um, that's kind of my first thought on that. And then the kind of other thing I was starting to think about was if there were restrictions in terms of the amount of money you could trade, how would that work across different bookmakers, different exchanges, um, it's obviously not something that would be particularly easy to manage for companies. So even like the practicalities of it don't make a lot of sense. So again, I think it might be hard to implement. But also, would it give the smaller exchanges a chance to catch up with Betfair? Because if people can only use a certain amount in Betfair, but then they try then they go, right, well, I'm just going to use that same amount in BetDAX, Markets, Matchbook, whatever other exchanges there are, um, maybe that gives those exchanges an opportunity. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. What, what are your thoughts, Ryan? Well, I'm still exactly like I said in, in my video. I think it will make better traders because I think it will force us to make better decisions if, if it's like a deposit limit set up. But obviously, this is all hypothetical because we don't know what's going to happen. But if they do a deposit limit and you've only got to play with what your what is in your Betfair bank, and if you lose that, you can only deposit X amount and you have to wait to do that, I think it will make us smarter. I think it will make traders smarter because we'll force 
you to pick the better trades instead of just sort of scattergunning or blah, 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 everything that you see. I think it will actually force us to go, ah, no. Well, when I say us as well, I mean, me and you have been doing this for years, really narrowing in and honing in and only picking a couple of trades. I think it'll actually force you to do that every day. And then you'll get, you'll just get better because of that. I just, I think it's a really interesting point you raise as well about the other exchanges, because if they're saying, okay, you can have X per week or per month deposited and we check your bank records, well, people will just then go, okay, well, this month I'll deposit into Betfair or I've already got my bank in Betfair. So I will actually use Smarkets and I'll just top my trading up that way. It, it will just, you know, it will be fine. But then one of the big things as well that, that I've noticed and people have had, had these discussions with me is the rise of crypto exchanges. So there is actually a crypto exchange now that works exactly like Betfair. Now it's totally anonymous. So nobody knows what is going into that exchange. So a couple of my friends are heavily, heavily into crypto. They own a startup in the crypto world. And they have they've spoken to me many times about, could I create markets? Because the way that this exchange works is you create your own markets. So I could say, Paul Pogba is going to score first, and then people can back and lay in that market. And then I get a percentage of that take. There's going to be... People will flood to those kinds of setups if if they happen. So I think it's all quite hypothetical and we don't really know. I don't think we should be scaremongering people um, like some of the other traders are doing. And I think some of that is just clickbait to get their videos watched um, and probably sell their product while you can, get it while you can, make as much while you can. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it will better for traders and like you say the tax setup of bookies is it makes a lot of money for the uk yeah and you know you make such a good point there um and and hopefully those smaller exchanges can kind of you know take up that mantle and, and give themselves a bit of a push but also the other thing i'd say on this is that whatever happens in anything in any walk of life generally as humans we find a way to either deal with it or get around it right so i mean for instance how many traders do we have on betfair trading community who are from australia and the restrictions that are placed on australian traders they find ways around it or they find strategies they can develop that suit that style of trading and it's actually sometimes amazing to watch people do it and so I mean, a good example of this, if you think about this, let's take it outside of trading for a minute. If you, if you know anything about, say, like computer games, hacking and things like that, um, these computer games companies like, say, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, whatever, they make their machines and they do everything they can to make them hack proof to avoid piracy. Yep. And every single time, if people are, are willing enough and put the effort enough, they get hacked and, and, it, and, it's, and it's generally easy for anyone to follow and do you know so again i think this is the kind of thing where it was a bit like when the premium charge was introduced and that kind of worried a lot of people and now i mean how many years ago was that you know people were like oh this is the end of betfair everyone will be on bet etc etc but it was and then 
and then people realize that actually if you're clever about it there's ways around it i'm not going to go into that kind of stuff here because i don't want to get any trouble but you know what i mean people generally will find a way around things if they need to or they'll just face what is the rule so let's say that whatever rules come in and they work out strategies developed around that so like you say if you have to be more selective well is that the end of the world probably not right so yeah that's kind of my thoughts on it really on the whole thing i've, I've not got much to add have you got anything to sort of round off on no i think we've been i think it's just it is what it is we'll get you know we are at the i think we're at the forefront with the betfair trading world with having the community and how dedicated we are to that and how experienced we are as a group not just sort of me you and adam we probably have more experience than anyone else out there but as a group with the community that i think that's the big difference as well with us it, it is a community whether you are a paying member or you just watch these videos or you listen to us on um podcast you are part of the btc world so i think as a community we'll tackle it we'll find a way to, to maximize what we do and um yeah, we'll crack on. So I think it's probably a good point to end this podcast and then uh, we'll see everybody next time. Yeah, thank you.